Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Wondering why so many folks on Wall Street hate annuities, but a little man in a sweater vest loves them? Well, stay tuned as we explore I Love Annuities and You Should Too, Part 2. Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money, the Worry-Free Retirement, with your host, nationally recognized retirement specialist and four-time author, Tony Walker. One of the more interesting things about us humans is how easily swayed we are by others, people who appear, with great confidence, mind you, to come across about a given subject matter as knowing more about it than we do, even if that person attempting to sway us really knows very little about what he or she is talking about. Rather than trying to figure out why we are so easily distracted by the swayer's opinions away from the things that we should be quite obvious about, for instance, why savers hate risking all their money in the stock market. The real issue to me personally is why in the world are there people out there who are so bent on wrecking the savers' day by convincing them with certain financial products, such as annuities, that they should steer clear of them and, of course, move all their money over to Wall Street. Well, the question why many on Wall Street try to convince savers to hate these products we call annuities so much, you have to understand that these folks on Wall Street are investors. They are not savers. So again, here's the simple truth as to why you're getting conflicting advice on annuities. People on Wall Street are investors. People such as myself at Tony Walker Financial are savers. So let's dive in again and see why so many people love annuities, and you should too. Well, welcome folks to the Worry-Free Retirement, and yes, I am that little man in the sweater vest the annuity king himself and fiduciary, something that we're going to talk about later in the show, of course, Tony Walker. And before we get started, let me introduce three folks in the Worry-Free Retirement Studios who are busily working on our television show, which will be aired on, uh, we're going to talk to Aaron in just a second, seven different television stations right now. But right now we're recording a radio show and in the studio, mic'd up, ready to go, as always, is America's favorite financial sidekick, Mr. Aaron Orander. Good morning, Aaron. Hey, good morning, sir. How are you today? Well, to be honest, I love it when we're all in the studios. You got Derek over there on graphics, busily working for the television show upcoming after we record the radio show. And of course, we're on Mary Beth Combs over there doodling around on the computer. What are you doing over there, Mary Beth? Oh, looking at emails. Looking at emails. Well, that's, that's, that's an honest answer, but they're emails related to our show, correct? Say yes. Obviously. Yeah, very good. So, Aaron. Uh, we are in show number two of the uh, Worry-Free Retirement's exploration of this thing called annuities. And I've got to ask you a question, all right? Here, it's going to be a two-part question. And folks, you can, if you're riding down the road, this is something you can uh, tag along with us on, or if you're sitting at home, or if you have a, a few minutes at work. These are two very important questions, Aaron. And what we're trying to determine, okay? And I've studied this stuff for years, the difference between savers and investors, is whether... You kind of have the mind of a saver, Aaron, or if you tend to be what we call an investor, okay? 
Got it. Now, by the way, folks, you can take this quiz in its entirety. It's located at threepersonalities.com. That's the number three, personalities.com. It's a free quiz you can take to determine your financial personality. And I'm going somewhere with this, folks, because this is going to help you answer the age-old question, the conflicting advice you're getting, should you be looking into an annuity? Okay, so now I've boiled this down into two simple questions, Aaron. you got to listen closely. Are you ready? Ready. Right. First, you have this particular option. You only have two options here. You can either invest in a guaranteed, I'm going to use the word again, guaranteed investment that pays 3% for the rest of your life. Okay, that's all it's going to pay, though, 3%. You with me? Got it. Okay. And... If you decide to take income from it, the income is guaranteed to last the rest of your life. That's option A. That's it. Simple. Okay. Now here's option B. All right. Option B is an investment that over the long term, now this is looking back, it's not guaranteed, but over the long term has averaged 10%. That's sounding pretty good, isn't it? That's good. Okay. However, there's a catch to that 10% at any time, uh, at any time. I mean, we don't know when. This investment you own, let's say you selected this investment, could actually go down by as much as 20 or 30%. So given those are your only two options for investing, which one would you tend to choose, A or B? Aaron would choose A. I would choose the guaranteed 3% because you said it's never going to go up, but it's never going to go down either, correct? Correct. Okay, I would go with option A. I would go with the guaranteed 3%. Okay, very good. So let's go to... Uh, question B. And folks, again, you think about this. This is really important what I'm about to ask you. This is the second question. All right, here we go, Aaron. Assuming now you're getting ready to go to bed, you're tucking in for the night, okay? But listen, there's a remote possibility that when you wake up in the morning, your 401k could, I'm saying could, could be down 20% in value, all right? So if that were to happen, here's your reactions. Okay. So you wake up the next morning, you turn on the TV, it looks like the market's tanking, it could drop by as much as 20% in one day, you only have two responses. You ready, Aaron? Okay, A, your first response would be to get out immediately and get your money out of the market and into safer territory. That's option A, okay? Okay. Option B would be, wait a minute, if it's going down by that much and that quickly, what I might do, option B, is actually put more money in the stock market you know, in hopes of catching it as it goes back up. So A or B, which would you choose? I probably would not put more money into the market. Um, even being on the younger side, I probably wouldn't. I, I know myself, I don't live by the, well, we'll just rot it out and, you know, we're going to live forever anyway. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't live by that mantra. So I would probably go with option A again. Okay. So there you go, folks. If you're kind of like Aaron, if you're leaning towards option A with both of those questions, again, there's more details. You can take a further quiz that I've created with psychologists from Western Kentucky University. We've checked this stuff out, folks, but this is really important before we get on with the meat of our show. You're probably a saver. Now, on the other hand, if you chose B for both of those answers, in other words, you know, over the long term, if something's made 10%, you're okay riding it out. Or if you think the market's going to drop, you might even buy more of the stock as it goes down, hoping it comes back up. You're probably what we call an investor. And therein lies the problem, folks. If you're an investor, listen carefully. My suggestion is annuities are not going to fit the bill for you. What we call fixed annuities. That is because fixed annuities 
because they are backed by the claims paying ability of the insurance companies who issue them. They're backed by guarantees. They generally are not going to pay over time a lot of return. Okay. They're not going to average 10% over time. You're not going to be pleased with them. Does that make sense, Aaron? Yeah. Um, let, me, let me digress a little bit. This is a funny story, a true story, speaking of insurance companies. And this is that assumption we made earlier. You know, people say, I hate annuities and you should too. This makes the assumption, I think this is where this fault comes in, is just because you love or hate something, people think, well, everybody else should love and hate what I hate or love, vice versa. You with me? Right. Which is a, which is a false notion. So anyway, this insurance company I used to represent, still do, but anyway, they were going to run a contest. And what they were going to do out of all of their agents, their producers, the more annuities you sold, they would put your name in a hopper for a drawing, and they were going to give this drawing and this prize to 30 different people. Now, you're going to laugh when you see what the prize is. You may have heard this story. So again, all the names go in the hopper. The more you sell, the more your names go in there, the better chance you have of winning. They're going to have 30 of these same prizes given to all these agents. What do you think the prize was? And it was worth a lot of money. Oh, Take a guess at Probably anything. like a trip or something. Okay, that's what trip. I would guess. A cruise or a trip or okay. something like that. And that's a good guess because that's what they normally do. No, somebody at the insurance company got the wild idea to give everybody Harley Davidson motorcycles. You know, I think this happened right when I first started working uh, for you. I think this happened like probably within four or five months of me working for you. And I, I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, I cannot see this guy on a motorcycle. Uh, meaning the little guy in the sweater vest. Right, right. meaning okay. you. Yeah, so let's think about this. So first of all, somebody at that home office of that insurance company must have loved motorcycles. Wouldn't you right. agree, Aaron? Yeah, I mean, that's well, what I would say, yeah. Okay, and they probably assumed because they loved the motorcycles, everybody else would love a motorcycle. So yours truly was one of those 30 winners. Okay. Congratulations so, on your motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, upon learning of that, Myself and apparently, I didn't know this, 14 other advisors who won motorcycles at the same time had called the insurance company and said, we don't ride motorcycles. Right. <laughs> uh, me personally, I'm kind of nervous around a motorcycle. Okay. Okay. So we asked for, is there anything else we could do? So it ends up, they were shocked. They didn't realize that many advisors would not want a motorcycle. So they gave us the equivalent in the firm of money, which was a nice little prize. But my point was they made the faulty assumption, Aaron, that because somebody, whoever came up with the idea, not a wrong notion, but assumed everybody would love motorcycles. And not only that, but you're talking about people would love motorcycles. The first thing I think of is not everybody knows how to operate a motorcycle. Mm. You know, I mean, I've, I've ridden motorcycles before. I, I, can, I can operate one, but there's plenty of people that have no clue how to operate a motorcycle. I mean, it's not like jumping in a car and going, okay, I just uh, turn the key and push the pedal and okay, here we go. <laughs> that doesn't work that way. It's a totally different, it does the same thing in essence. It gets you somewhere, but it's not the same thing. It doesn't operate the same way. That's a really, really good point because annuities are like that. And that gets back to our other point. The people that love motorcycles, we'll call them Wall Street. And the reason they hate annuities, we'll say, you know, safe motor vehicles like a four-door sedan or something, is they don't understand them. So folks, that's part of the problem. You are listening to people that don't understand you. They don't realize your risk aversion to putting all your money in the stock market. They can't imagine why you would be satisfied with guaranteed returns of 3% because an investor would think that's ridiculous. So when we come back, we're going to explore exactly why annuities are so loved by so many people and yours truly loves them 
And we're going to talk about the science. Listen closely. The science behind annuities and why the science should help you love annuities just as much as I do. I'm Tony Walker with Tony Walker Financial. You're listening to the Worry-Free Retirement. We'll be right back. What if something happened to you or your partner? A job layoff, a death, a disability. How comfortable would you be in handling the money? Well, I'm retirement specialist Tony Walker, and for more than 38 years, I've made it my life's work to help clients plan for retirement and the unexpected. So don't go it alone. To learn more about our services, log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com or call us at 877-499-9255. Welcome back, folks. I am America's favorite financial sidekick, Aaron Order, and I just wanted to remind everybody, Tony was talking in the first segment about watching the TV show. Folks, we are. We are on seven different stations throughout the Kentuckiana area, and if you need to find those times, all you got to do is go to the website, TonyWalkerFinancial.com, and right up there at the top right, there's like a little three-line menu bar. You just click on that, and it's going to open up uh, a menu. Go down to where it says TV slash radio show times and media. Click on that and you're gonna find not only the times for our television show, but you're gonna find times for our radio show. Now, if you missed a radio show, all you gotta do is go to soundcloud.com, that's soundcloud.com, and type in the worry-free retirement. Click search and you're gonna see the bobblehead, click on that, and there you go, you're gonna find all of our past radio shows. Now, if you wanna catch the television show, We've got you covered there. Mary Beth has been doing an awesome job with our YouTube channel here lately. All you got to do is go to youtube.com, type in Tony Walker Financial right up there at the search bar, click search, and you'll see Tony's smiling face. Click on there and you're going to find not only past episodes of the Worry for Retirement, you're going to find all types of video content. You're going to find two-minute clips, you're going to find, you could even find old workshops on there if you had a question about a (laughs) workshop from eight years ago. I mean, you know, you might be out there. I have no idea. Click on that, and you're going to find all types of video content. Oh, that's awesome, Aaron. And, you know, as you even regurgitate all the different ways people can find information, uh, just really grateful for all of you all, the production team, even my favorite son-in-law, Trey and Gina, all that they do for Worry Fruit Productions to get the word out there. Had someone uh, yesterday leaving the office here, and they said, hey, I finally checked out that YouTube channel. I was able to watch a show last week that you referenced that I missed, and I said, perfect. That's how it's supposed to work. So, uh, And by the way, folks, any ideas you have for content on the show, uh, feel free to send those to Gina at TonyWalkerFinancial.com. That's Gina at TonyWalkerFinancial.com. I'd be happy to take any suggestions you might have in terms of things you'd like me to cover on the TV and or radio show. Okay. Our topic is why I, that's the little man in the sweater vest, love annuities and you should too. Again, this is part two. If you're just now joining us, Uh, we did part one last week. And uh, I want to start this off with a little bit of, I guess, discussion on science. Now, not to make light of what happened over the last two years with the pandemic, you know, the politicians and all of our healthcare Uh, professionals kept saying, follow the science. Well, I'm going to use that same tagline, Aaron. Is that okay? Sure. So something that you need to understand about these things called annuities. First of all, it's really important to know this. They are issued by insurance companies. 
The same companies that insure your home, they insure your car, they insure your life, they insure your health. And insurance companies are backed by science. Now let me explain what I mean by that. Whereas Wall Street, granted, the people on Wall Street, they might study financials and earnings and inflation and all these things. But if you'll notice on Wall Street, there's really not a lot of science behind it. In fact, as we record this show in October 2022 and the market crashing and going up and down, if you turn on and try to find any science on TV or radio, there is no science, folks. Most people can't explain what in the world's going on. Uh, they might give you assumptions of what they think, but it's not scientific at all. Uh, the same way with banks. Banks don't work on science. Uh, banks take money in, deposit it uh, through the fact fractional reserve system. They're able to loan that money out, uh, but they're really not based on anything scientific at all. Insurance companies are different, especially when it comes to life insurance and annuities, because they employ somebody that works within that insurance company called an actuary. You've heard me use that term, haven't you, Aaron? Yes. In fact, we had an actuary on the show several years ago, but let me define what an actuary is. And folks, this is really, really important. And if you start thinking about safety, security, guarantees, how do we know where the money's going to be there? You're going to want to understand and you're going to appreciate why these insurance companies employ these people called actuaries. Simply put, in its simplest form, an actuary is a business professional who analyzes the financial consequences of risk. Now, with that, obviously, they have to be really good at math, statistics, um, uncertainty over future events, trying to make sure the insurance companies think through those. So the actuaries, if you think about it, Aaron, it's like going on to a big, huge construction site. They immediately are putting on their hard hat. Okay. Yeah, yeah they, an actuary, I, I like actuaries. I'm working on a project. I've told you about this project. I won't go into detail because uh, we're really in the middle of it and trying to keep it under wraps. But it's a cool new project. Nobody's come up with this. It involves annuities. But for the past five years, I've been paying good money to hire and contract out to an actuary who's helping on this project. I don't know anything about designing products, but it is so cool to sit back and watch him and the things he looks at. And, he, and he's doing just that, Aaron. He's making sure we understand the risks involved. And then he's able to use the statistics, his training. I mean, this guy's been in business a long time and it's like, man, this guy understands two things. Number one, he has to make sure the insurance companies are investing properly to protect their money, right? We don't want them going broke. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, I don't want to give. So he has to make sure he's working in their best interest. And then at the same time, the actuary is making sure that the consumer is getting something, while it might not be a huge amount of money, getting something in return. And when it comes to annuities, making sure that the company can pay that income for the rest of that consumer's life. So if you think about that, Aaron, if you're thinking about, okay, we got Wall Street over here that's just risk and uncertainty and a lot of speculation, and yeah, there's, you know, there's some sharp people there, don't get me wrong, but there's not really anything scientific about it. Then you got the banks who are basically you know, depositing money and loaning it out and working on a spread. But really, although it's you know, good math and hopefully they've got enough money saved up to handle any windfalls that uh, might come. You know, back in 08, that's what happened, Aaron. The banks never, ever expected that the, all these loans would default, that people couldn't sell houses, and they didn't have enough money to back them up. That's why our country, man, that was, boy, those were scary times in 08. I was talking to somebody uh, yesterday who was with a bank that went under during that, 
And uh, he said, man, those were, those were rough times. I mean, that was, that's the worst I've ever seen the economy in 08. And I don't mean to digress. People ask me, well, Tony, do you think the economy is as bad it was in 08? I think things are really bad right now, folks. I'm not trying to be gloom and doom. But no, 08, I don't think we'll ever realize, uh, as I watched that play out, 08 was some scary stuff. So hopefully we're nowhere near the boundaries of what we experienced in 08. But, but the proof, the bank, the banking industry was not scientific. During that same time, Aaron, guess how many insurance companies went out of business or had financial trouble in 08? Zero, probably. No, that's, that's true. Now, a lot of people say, well, what about that AIG? Well, the AIG had problems because of their loans and their capital and all that. It had nothing to do with their insurance operations. Their insurance operations were healthy. So that's the first element. We have with these insurance companies, these actuaries whose job is to play it safe to avoid risk. So if you're a saver out there, you've got to be thinking to yourself, yeah, why wouldn't I want at least some of my money invested in an environment where the people watching over it have their financial hard hats on at all times and are trying to keep that money safe? So folks, if you don't have an advisor that understands this insurance world, if all you're doing is just blindly throwing your money in stocks and bonds and mutual funds and you're wondering why you're sleeping poorly at night, Maybe it's time to back up a little bit, consider these products called annuities, maybe think a bit that maybe you're like Aaron and myself, you're maybe more of a saver than an investor, and get with us to let us show you how annuities might be of benefit to you. Um, So when I come back, we're going to take a quick break. When I come back, I'm going to share with you why it is so important. If you're thinking about buying an annuity, especially if you're thinking about rolling your retirement savings or large sums of money over to an annuity, why you better be working with something called a fiduciary. I'm Tony Walker. You're listening to Worry-Free Retirement. Some really important information coming up before investing your life savings in an annuity. We'll be right back. Are you nearing retirement and does your employer offer you a pension? Do you realize that with interest rates going up, the value of your pension will be going down by as much as a 25% loss in value? Don't let this kind of money get away from you. Take action now before your lump sum pension loses value. Log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com or give us a call at 877-499-9255. Good morning, Heather. Good morning, Tony. Well, thanks for joining us. And today I want you to share with our viewing audience and those on the radio program a little bit about your role at Tony Walker Financial in terms of the annuities we offer. Yes, of course, I wear many hats around here. But um, one of the first things that I started learning when I came on board was researching annuities. And what that means is really kind of learning the ins and outs, how each individual contract works, Uh, That was all prompted in about 2007 with the uh, introduction of income riders to annuities. So that really changed the game as far as the annuity market goes. Well, that was a game changer. So what do you see as one of the biggest frustrations in our business when it comes to annuities? You know, the annuities are not one size fits all. And we'll see a lot of Uh, clients or potential clients that come in who have purchased annuities and really had no game plan or understanding of what they had purchased. 
And that's very frustrating for us because we do our due diligence on trying to pick the correct contract uh, for each individual situation and work that into a game plan that they can use in retirement. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. Uh, I had a client come in the other day, a prospective client who's kind of shopping around for annuities and met with somebody who immediately just started pitching one annuity and said, I felt like I was meeting with a used car salesman. So anyway, over the years in meeting with so many people who are either thinking of doing business with Tony Walker Financial or maybe those who have an existing annuity with us, what has been the most rewarding part of your job in this role uh, of annuity specialist? Oh, I love uh, being seeing people meet their goals in retirement. It's very fulfilling. Um, I get a question a lot on, you know, people will activate their lifetime income or mailbox money. And they're like, well, okay, how long is this going to last? And I said, well, your lifetime. And they're like, yeah, but how many years is that going to be? I'm like, well, I don't know how long you're going to live, but as long as you're alive, that's coming to you. I think one uh, thing that people need to take into consideration when they are purchasing an annuity, look at it as going into a relationship with someone because whoever is selling you that annuity should be obligated to kind of see you through that and guide you on how to use it best. Oh, that was well said. So Heather, thank you for all you do for our clients. And uh, in the meantime, you make it a good day. Thanks. You too, Tony. Our Tony in the Trenches focuses on this question of what is a fiduciary? It says, Tony, um, I know that people are out there competing for business and rules and regulations follow those, but why is it important for me to consider working with a fiduciary if I'm going to buy an annuity and how do I know if that person is a fiduciary? This is a great question. So again, basically a fiduciary is someone required by law to work in the client's best interest. So you would think if you're going to invest your life savings with somebody, if you had a choice between investing with somebody who was not required by law to work in your best interest or working with an advisor who is required to work by your best interest, uh, Aaron, which would you choose? I would choose the person that's required to work for your best interest. <laughs> eh, but weird. This is my money. So, yeah, you know. my money. But yeah. this is kind of weird that people don't ever ask this question, assume that everybody's working in their best interest. Uh, and we're going to have, it, probably in a couple of weeks, we're going to really dive into and explore this whole thing of fiduciary because it's a huge issue. And actually, Aaron, there's a few things out there I've seen, quote, fiduciaries are doing. I'm not sure if I'd trust my money to them either. So it's not just a fiduciary. There's a lot more, but that's the start. So here's what I would suggest doing, folks. A fiduciary is someone that can sell products. There's a lot of misconceptions on this. So like as fiduciaries, Tony Walker Financial, we're fiduciaries. We can sell products for a commission. Those would be mainly our annuities, life insurance, products issued by insurance companies, okay? Those commissions are paid to us by the companies. Those are not deducted out of your account unless you surrender the contracts. We can get into that more when we meet. But basically, they pay us, you don't. And we're also paid by fees. We have a practice. We have over 2,000 accounts with Charles Schwab. We are registered investment advisors. We charge a fee of eight-tenths of 1% to manage those portfolios. We do all the selection of the funds, distributions. I always tell people we provide twice the service at about half the price. Uh, most money managers are in the one and a half, two percent range when you factor in the fees. Met with somebody yesterday, Aaron. They're thinking about moving over a half million dollar account to our Schwab platform portfolios. We're going to save them five thousand dollars per year in fees. You want me to repeat that? That's great. Yeah, five thousand dollars per year in fees. 
But anyway, you might be saying, well, Tony, how do I even know if somebody's a fiduciary? Well, since this radio show is broadcast in Kentucky and bleeds over into Indiana, there's the Department of Financial Institutions in Kentucky. You can call them. Let me give you their phone number. And that way, you just clarify and find out. Give them the advisor's name or the firm they're working for to find out if they're a fiduciary. The Department of Financial Institutions in Frankfort, Kentucky. Write this down if you'd like. The number is 502-782-9053. That's 502-782-9053. And you can simply give them the name of the advisor, the firm, and ask if they are fiduciaries, and they'll be able to look up their name and tell you that. If you're in Indiana, that number for their securities department, all these uh, things are regulated by state, so that's why I'm giving you a separate department in Indiana, 317-232-6681. That's 317-232-6681. And also, if somebody says they're a fiduciary, they are required by law to give you Form ADV Part 2, which is on our website. If you'd like to download our form to look at all of our fees, that's at TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Just go to Download and download the Form ADV Part 2. Well, we hope you've provided some really good information for making a clear and conscientious decision on whether you should love annuities or not. But regardless of whether you do or not, we certainly appreciate you listening to this show and invite you to contact us anytime if we can be of help. It's easy to do. Just go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Click on that Let's Get Started button. Or if the Internet's not your thing, just give us a call at 877-499-499. 9255. That's 877-499-WALK. Well, we've enjoyed being with you, but you remember between now and next week when we meet again, if all else fails, you be worry-free. Make it a good one.